0: Yo, what's going on, guys? This is Mark Anthony. Uh, We're back, episode two. Um, I know we left off last time uh, speaking on uh, Edward Bernays and Sigmund Freud. So pretty much, I've just been doing uh, more research and things on on these guys, Um, even though I wanna get into a lot more, um, honestly, that is happening into today's date. But in order for me to like paint a good picture enough for you guys to kind of see, you know, what's kind of going through my head, you know, on on different things and why I look at, you know, certain, you know, things differently as far as, okay, uh, well, maybe I I don't want to see this movie because of of this or something, because it may get into, you know, my my, um, unconscious mind. And, you know, I'm at home and, you know, I'm having a dream and, you know, I'm dreaming about, you know, being killed or something crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I might not want to see a scary movie or anything. So it's, it's pretty much that I want to explain like why, how people pretty much are so interested in seeing these type of things as far as media. like we really do have entertainment, like kind of built into society. Like, um, honestly, remember like back when, you know, we would hear about the gladiators and things like that. Um, Like humans used to watch other humans for entertainment be killed in real life. You know what I mean? It's not war or anything like we buy tickets to come attend, you know, in attendance, you know what I'm saying? So it's so important to us that you know, um, you know, this is, this is so good. We don't want to leave our seats. They had built in toilets, you know what I'm saying? To the seats that they were at, they didn't have to leave for anything, you know, like they wanted to see blood and gore and things like that. It was sick, you know? And now, you know, days like we still get that. And we, I mean, come on, it's common now, like everyone kind of in somewhat agrees. I mean, wherever your moral aspect is at, I mean, most people in society, as we can see, agrees that killing people in public, you know, or just killing people in general is not right. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, so pretty much, so we still get our, our fix pretty much off of, uh, entertainment. So you go to Netflix right now. Um, I bet the only things that you see are going to be mind, uh, draining. And what I mean by that is you're going to get you're going to get like seven things, honestly, like seven key ingredients to, you know, draw you back for more. And these things are based off of like pleasures, you know what I'm saying? So these are things that we find pleasurable, as far as like on the, um, in the fleshly realm type thing. Spiritually, these things do nothing for us, you know, we feel no we honestly we don't feel any more positive effects and honestly you may get some positive effects depending on what you know what you're watching or what you're feeding yourself but say you go on netflix and you you know you you'll see uh violence uh blood and gore you'll see sex um what else different like politics going on at this time which you won't see a lot or you won't see that's advertised a lot honestly and be you know correct me if i'm wrong but be truthful like when you turn the tv on it's most of the time just something dramatic or something dysfunctional you know what i'm saying like um or we're just seeing you know people go out partying and stuff it ain't you know do your thing man i do it sometimes you know not often at all but like anyways it's like you know getting drunk All this stuff, like for the bodies, you know, it's not really good for you, but we do it like no one's perfect, which we understand that, like, everybody is not going to be perfect, and we're not judging anybody here, so let's just put that out there. But you know, but we do these things because why they satisfy our fleshly, like, desires type thing, and that's that's what pretty much like we're busting down, so like. Um, these people, these men that we're like mentioning, they kind of put it in the forefront of our like cardinal mind, like making it something that's like so important that we need, you know what I mean? So anyway, I found this little, uh, kind of lo- a little documentary a little bit on Sigmund Freud. I know, um, goodness, some, sometimes you guys don't want to hear all this reading and things like that. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna play some of this and then I want to go ahead and uh, hop in and dissect some. So we're going to be going for a little bit tonight. And um, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Just stick with me, y'all, because we're, we're going to this is like this is like going to feed us up into the points and the topics and stuff that can get us to better discussions, you know, funner things um, Well, better, you know, not better, but you know, more intricate things that are happening on the daily in our lives right now that we can actually like relate to. But anyway, so we're going to hop on Sigmund Freud and then we're going to kind of touch back on uh, Edward, um, but not too much. We already know. Okay. So if we, if we want to catch up from last episode, we know that Sigmund Freud is the father of psychoanalysis. So what that is is he's um, analyzing human psyche pretty much and dissecting behaviors, sexual behaviors, um, and 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 uh, just uh, what is it? Emotional behavior, just anything. He says some really like, honestly, like some really th- some things that I just would um, I don't know. Like he he insists on some type of attraction between a baby and a mother as far as sexual you know what I'm saying and that's just uh and we're gonna put that back into the word a little bit tonight too y'all so you know I hope y'all stick with me man like I said like I do have my own point of view and opinions and they're based off of my belief system so I have to excuse me but y'all know me you know I'm not judgmental man but we are gonna relate this back to what you know my teachings are pretty much and um it definitely says I mean, yeah okay 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 we know that a baby feeds from his mother's bosom you know what i'm saying but that should not be looked at as anyway this form is like sexual sexual you know what i'm saying and him to put this out type of thing and him to be an influential person and created this thought process it's like it spreads you know what i'm saying it's so widely spread right now that that may not seem so weird to people to feel like oh okay right that is something no it's something that he's, you know, embedding in your, your mind, you know, your thought process to make you feel like, okay, you know, I should feel like this, bro. If you are feeling like that, then there is something that you maybe need to go. You need to, uh, you know, in my opinion, you really, um, you don't need to go talk to no man about, you know, your problems or anything. And a woman that, you know, went to school for this long to study this stuff, you know, anyway, but you do need, I feel some form of a belief. And I feel that, um, know if you want to give a try I feel a, bel- a good belief system is uh you know I don't like to put I don't like the whole denominations on it but I am a believer of uh Jesus Christ um anyway so let's not let's not get co- too caught up in in religion because I, I really don't want to uh, mislead or put any you know things on people because again I'm not perfect and you're gonna hear me talk in different ways and things too so anyway we're gonna hop into this Sigmund Freud little documentary we gonna bust it down as far as like different segments so all right y'all let me quit talking for a quick second and uh please forgive this dude's voice man um i don't like i don't like english accents like that it it kind of bothers me sometimes but he is knowledgeable so here we go i'm sorry guys give me one second Seems like as loving. a medical
1: student, he dissected hundreds of eels in an unsuccessful attempt to locate their reproductive organs. He promoted cocaine as a medical drug, but it turned out to be a dangerous and addictive idea. A few years later, he founded the discipline that would ultimately make his name, a new psychological medicine.
0: Just in case y'all missed that, he funded cocaine for medical experiments, even though that's not too hard to you know, believe, I'm just saying he, he was one of the first people that put it out there, the idea that this is a cure. And I wonder who is like, who's saying like, who was the administrative board on that, you know, as far as like, who approved that to even be legal at the time until it's been discovered type thing. So I don't know. Anyway, let's continue guys. You guys going to have to forgive me. Um, it's
1: he called psychoanalysis the landmark study was his 1900 book the interpretation of dreams many others followed despite his success he was often unhappy during some particularly strenuous research he recorded the chief patient I am preoccupied with
0: pause sorry so we already um, have a now everybody suffers with some form of like you know, maybe some type of form of, um, you know, depression or some anxiety or so, but where does those, you know, those feelings stem from, you know what I'm saying? They can easily be resolved without any type of medical help at all. They can be resolved, honestly, by the way that you just look at things. Um, I can honestly attest to that. Like, um, I'm not going to say I'm the most happiest person on earth, but I can honestly feel a big change on myself as far as like my thought process on things and what I do, and don't let affect me, you know what I'm saying, and so, and also, you know, getting into the word a little bit, so I feel even reading things positive, you know, we can just say that reading things that are positive, um, you know, most likely are going to lift you up out of that, so this man, let's just say this, so you remember how I was talking about how I feel that emotions are triggered by spirits, or like it's a spirit over, I feel like um, depression is a spirit, like it's a sad spirit, lust, all of these type of things and in different you know cultures it may be a different energy or a different vibe or something like that it's used as different terms and things I say it's a, it's the spirit you know what I'm saying so he already seems like he is a depressed individual so hmm maybe I don't know I'm not I'm not gonna say okay we can't a depressed individual is not a smarter intellectual person because yes of course they are you know what I'm saying like Anyway, I'm just, I'm just putting that out there as far as just like where his spirit is at, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I like to follow people that, that, you know, have this light around them. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get around certain people, you feel certain ways, right? Like, right. (laughs) Anyway, that's something. If you want to call it an energy, energy or a vibe or whatever, but feel that, you know, some people have a good spirit and some don't, you know, when dogs bark at stuff, you, you know what I'm saying, that type of thing anyway, maybe this guy wasn't such a believer in such of a power as you know, you and I may believe in you know, maybe he only believes in things that he can see, which is fine you know what I'm saying, but sometimes faith is seen without you know, is believing without seeing but anyway, let's hop back in real quick guys we've picked off, or we left off at a pretty much They just said, well, he was he was a depressed individual. So let's see. And they're about to pick up on saying like he studies his own self type thing. So here we go. I appreciate y'all hanging in there with me, man. For real. Y'all some real It's myself.
1: He was convinced he would die between 61 and 62 and had great phobias about those numbers, although he actually died much later at the age of 83.
0: Pause. You know what? I'm so sorry that I'm doing this, guys, but this is really like I'm going back through this video the second time type thing. You know what I'm saying? So I am really sorry. I might rewind it a little bit so y'all can hear it more. Yeah, I'm gonna rewind it a tad where we left off with depression, but they said it's, he he had really a bad anxiety about dying between the age of 61 and 62. Now, I'm also into symbolic symbols and uh, masonry at this point right now, like Masonic things. Uh, you guys may know that, but anyway, it's just like 6-1, um, six, six, And this just got me, you know what I'm saying? But... Occult uh, rituals, you know, people that may want to worship Lucy, Lucifer, um, Satan, um, Boogeyman. Anyway, um, you seen the uh, reference the number, that, you know, six, six, six. Anyway, um, six one, six two. You got two sixes. Two one is three. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Two two times three six, triple six. I don't know. They love to play with numbers like that, but is this man a mason can we can we pause real quick to see if he a mason man y'all gonna y'all gonna kick it with me real quick man see if we can see if we can see if he if, if he's a mason really quick because that's odd you know why why did you he didn't die at 61 or 62 by the way guys I believe he died at 83 they said but um let's see sigmund freud mason i don't know I don't know. Hmm. Sigmund Freud. Masonic. Psychological society. Hmm. Okay, so he is a part of some type of a masonry society here. grooves we probably we won't look at this too much guys forget the forget the numbers right now because i um i don't want to hold y'all up let's get back we gonna get back to the video because i honestly didn't research that first i did research this stuff so kind of want to do what we got so let's rewind it some let's rewind it some because i know y'all getting tired of hearing me real quick so
1: research, he recorded, the chief patient I am preoccupied with is myself. He was convinced he would die between 61 and 62 and had great phobias about those numbers, although he actually died much later, at the age of 83. Perhaps because of his frustrations, Freud achieved a series of deep insights into the sources of human unhappiness. He proposed that we are all driven by the pleasure principle, which inclines us towards easy physical and emotional rewards. And away from unpleasant things like drudgery and discipline as infants we are guided more or less solely according to the pleasure principle freud argued but it will if adhered to without constraints lead us to dangerous reckless things like never doing any work or eating too much or most notoriously trying to sleep with members of our own family We.
0: all right so this is what i meant we're gonna cut in right quick so anyway um he basically just said that we've, we function off the pleasure, um, you know, uh, emotions and things of our, of our physical. So think of this. Okay. So, um, relating it back to the word, um, it does show, you know, most of the time men cannot keep away from fleshly or earthly desires, you know, gold, fancy things, women in particular, um, you know, and just, just luxury luxury items things that that are not gonna you know mean anything when you you know you know something tragic happens maybe in your life or so or maybe you know we're not even talking about you know taking it on or passing away or with it or anything but things that are you know things that will go away after time that are not at the end of the day that are gonna make you happy so let's get that right pleasure does not mean happiness Agree to disagree with me on that, because, look, pleasure is something that you do in the time or in the moment. You know, a lot of people like that phrase. I like to I want to live in the moment. He just said pretty much these things can lead to risk factors, which could be eating too much, you know, not doing enough work, um, incest, you know, so it's it's it, this type of this type of process right here or this type of uh, pleasure. Basically, he's breaking it down, even himself saying these things lead to a reckless type of a, a um, you know, outcome in the in the long run. And can we say that it doesn't like look at celebrities at point, you know, point in time like, you know, they spend, 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 spend later on, no investments. You know, you see them on an infomercial somewhere, right? You know, trying to get back, trying to get something. And that's not happiness, you know, at that moment of time. I was okay so it's a book on positive psychology as well and that's called like a short-term type of a high in a in a long like in a nutshell because I don't know the right term but it's like a short-term high right but that's not making you happy real happiness is when you you know you actually set a task for the day you know you don't just wake up with no plans and no goals in mind I mean what are you what are you what are you doing you know you you wake up and you have to set a goal for yourself, you know, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to try to do the best that I can today. Um, You know, and I'm going to do something productive, you know, I'm going to learn something, I'm going to, I'm going to do something productive. This type of pleasure thing, is not anything productive now i'm not saying go don't you know have fun and don't do things you know don't you know do whatever you do on a daily basis you know what i'm saying do those things you know we all have our vices right but make sure that you're being productive as well because this type of thing such as this mindset brings us into today's date when we um, you know, we get off work, bro, we get so excited that we get off work, and first thing we do, we rush home, and what do we do, we get in front of something that has a screen in it, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> something that got a screen that's, that's feeding your mind, bro, you scrolling through Instagram, you know what I'm saying, or you, you're on Facebook, or you on Twitter, you know, Snapchat, let me not say that I don't be, you know, on there, but come on, bro, I really don't, I have no reason to right now, like, my, I, you know, I'm doing this, you know, little podcast right now. I want to do this business, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to focus on things and I don't got a reason to really be on there unless I'm doing something productive, you know what I'm saying? So if you're not doing something productive, and I mean, as far as like learning something, man, like everything, everybody always says life isn't, you know, uh, you know, man, chill, relax, you know, have fun, this and that, do that. But, don't let that rule your life bro because if you let that let that rule your life you're living in this man's theory as far as being pleasured you know what i'm saying you're never gonna reach any type of goal if you're just going after pleasure things right anyway so uh i wanted to stop on that part but now we're gonna pick back up he left off from basically saying these things lead to risk factors and we just wanted to bust down what some risk factors would be but in the beginning it does say that um you know man um, falls short when it comes to earthly uh, things and uh, again man those are all things of uh of uh, of, the, of the of the enemy you know those are all things of the enemy he wants you uh, to to be submitted submissive to things that are appealing to this world but um I'd rather um, I'd rather live like there is you know a God rather than a you know. Uh, well, I'd rather not live like there, you know, isn't a God than to die and find out that there is one, you know what I'm saying, type view, so it's just saying, man, like, um, and it feels good when you do stuff for yourself, you know what I'm saying, when you actually, you know, write something down, and you actually get it done, bro, you, you feel good, you know what I'm saying, you feel way better than when you go home and you know, watch what's on Instagram type thing, man. What's on Instagram, you know, you watching people out here being productive, actually getting money for putting things out here that you watching. They're laughing. Anyway, let's do it. From this man's view. They don't even know that that's how it's working. Need to adjust to what Freud called
1: the reality principle. Though we all have to bow to this reality principle, Freud believed that there were better or worse kinds of adaptations. He called the troublesome ones neuroses. Neuroses are the result of faulty negotiations with, or in Freud's language, repression of, the pleasure principle. Freud described a conflict between three parts of our minds. The id, driven by the pleasure principle, and the superego, driven by a desire to follow the rules and do the right thing according to society and the ego, which has to somehow accommodate between the other two. To understand more about these dynamics, Freud urges to think back to the origins of our neuroses in childhood. As we grow up, we go through what Freud termed the oral phase, where we deal with all the feelings around ingestion and eating. If our parents aren't careful, we might pick up all kinds of neuroses here. We might take pleasure in refusing food, or turn to food to calm ourselves down, or hate the idea of depending on anyone else for food. Then comes the anal phase, which is closely aligned with what we now call potty training. During this period, our parents tell us what to do and when to go. At this phase, we begin to learn about testing the limits of authority again if things go wrong here if we don't feel that authority is benign enough we might for example choose to withhold out of
0: defiance pause now this is uh this is actually is a natural instinct guys to kind of want to do what you want to do right anyone ever like anyone ever heard of uh, the name alistair crowley we're gonna get into him too but he's like later down the road type thing Alistair, those that's getting into more occultism type stuff, like actually, you know, Satanism and th- things like that. We're gonna touch on them, bro, because they they feed into people that run our societies, like political and things like that. But anyway, as far as like this goes, we know that, like, um, you know, we we want to be defiant, honestly. That was that's like honestly, that was the nature after we ate of the fruit, you know, of uh, of knowledge, you know what I'm saying, like uh, we, we wanted to, to, to gain, you know, be defying, go against rules. You know what I'm saying? It's always been going against rules. You know what I'm saying? It's advertised now and media, you see it. Um, you know, the, the, who's the cool guy the, <laughs> you got the antagonist, you got the protagonist, you got the, uh, the cool dude, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, not so bad but not so good and then you got you know maybe a character who's a misfit or something doesn't just fit in with society or anything just but those are the like the cool figures you know what i'm saying those are the cool figures why are those people advertised as the cool figures you know what i'm saying but you have someone that actually a character that does exactly what you know really honestly bro if you think about it it's supposed to be doing kind of you know like uh, being straightforward, like, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe you shouldn't do this, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea, because, you know, what about think about this, you know, and then you have the, the person like, wow, oh, man, shut up, you're not, you're not making no sense, man, we got to get to this and that, that person that says that look is looked at as being he is, that person has a defiant personality, they, um, you know, as do as thou wilt, that's alistair crowley do as thou will you know and that means pretty much do do as you want you know what i'm saying without without any cares you know what i'm saying if you want if you want to uh um i don't know man like if you want to do anything that i may deem like more morally uh uh invalid or maybe just improper so uh who cares who's to judge you know, who's to say that's right or who's, who's to say that that's wrong? And the way that they desensitize us to this, as far as us being defiant and having this defiancy into our society, what you see, you see arrogance, you see narcissistic, you know, attitudes and things, people that only care about themselves nowadays. Is that not true? Why? Because of what we've been fed. Unconsciously, though, man, it's not nobody's fault. It's not your fault. You know, it's not my fault. Shoot. I feel like I look good. You know you're supposed to. That's confidence as well. But there's also defiance and there's also like narcissism and and that thing. So pretty much he's saying that um, we as as children as as toddlers, you know, at this stage of uh, I think he said the anal stage, you know, and just again suggesting something sexual, um, you know, in the thought process, it kind of thinks of that a little bit. But the anal process, pretty much, he's saying like we wanna we wanna test our limits because we have our parents telling us what to do, when to do it, when to go, when to eat, when to poop, this and that type thing. So he's saying, we wanna test the limits, we wanna, I'm gonna try to, you know, pee on myself type thing because I want to you know i'm gonna you know i'd rather you know that's disgusting you know what i'm saying i'd rather go to the restroom this and that but i'm just saying as a toddler you'll want to do that so that's why you have to enforce those type of things in in toddlers you know in babies you know that that type of structure so that then when they're older they don't you know get be defiant they don't grow this defiant personality when you have a defiant personality it leads to destruction at the end of the day and uh that's what the enemy wants. So let's continue and uh, get back into it. Thank you again for sticking with me, y'all. Appreciate y'all real, y'all real ones, man, appreciate it. you to take a break in a minute after this. Uh, I'll let this
1: finish. Then, as adults, we might become anally retentive. In other words, not able to give or to surrender. Next comes the phallic phase, which goes on until about the age of six. Freud shocked his contemporaries by insisting that little children have sexual feelings. Moreover, in the phallic phase, children direct their sexual impulses towards their parents, the most immediately available and gratifying people around. Freud famously described Mm. what he called the Oedipus complex, where we are unconsciously predisposed towards being in love with the one parent and hating the other.
0: What is complex is that no matter how much our parents... You know what's crazy about that, guys? Again, my boy, my, my guy's nephew that we're speaking about, Sigmund Freud's nephew, Eddie, my boy, Eddie, Edward Bernays, the father of public relations. He has a lot to do with media that we see right now, right? What did we see on TV, man? Is a lot of dysfunction. There's a lot of dysfunction in the family where you see this advertised. You see this advertised. And you're gonna, we're gonna get into what propaganda is as well. It's to persuade a certain type of agenda, agenda or movement, um, even, you know, deceptively, <laughs> type of thing. So they're deceiving the mass majority as well. And you'll see that he says this on an unconscious mind. We can deceive people as well. So he, they know exactly what they're doing. My boy Eddie studied Sigmund Freud. So if he's saying. You know, they develop uh, babies develop this type of complex where, OK, you'll see a, a little girl, you know, like uh, be a daddy's girl. You know, or I'm a mama's boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a daddy's girl. I'm a mama's boy. That's a perfect example right there. Why is that even in? Like, that's not anyway. It's just like um, we've seen it on television. though. We've seen it on. We've seen it advertised. You know what I'm saying? Like we've seen shirts and stuff of it, you know, so we're honestly unconsciously not doing we're not doing anything wrong but again it's like feeding us unconsciously so we if we're aware of these things we can kind of like take a different approach you know what i'm saying it's kind of like okay if you don't have a good relationship with one parent you know why do you think that that might be you know do you think it may be because of like how you know um okay well um I don't know how it's portrayed as far as just like how media is portrayed like a family, how a man and a woman operates and how it's been so dysfunctional. You know, you might be leaning towards one of the parents or so, or I don't know. I don't know. There are specific reasons also why a child could lean towards another parent more than another as well. Most of the time it is towards the mom, but it's not, it's not this like sexual desire thing that he is saying. He's saying like in love. You know, he's not saying love as far as, like, the love, that motherly love, a fatherly love, you know, a daughter love, a son love. He's saying in love as far as, you know, being a romance. So pick that up, too, guys. Peep that. Don't just let that just, like, go past you, man. I'm trying to let this sink in a little bit is why I want to, like, keep pausing it like this. We're only three minutes and 53 seconds into the video. It's only... It's seven minutes long, but we won't even watch the whole thing. I just want to get a few more important facts on here. And then we're going to hop on to um, psychoanalysis and a little bit of some word propaganda and some things. So we're going to finish off getting into some current events going on really fast. And then the next episode, episode three, we won't be uh, speaking on these people. Um, we will be going into a more... Uh, just a free talk conversation as far as just like, uh, things that I, I get or I pick up on and, uh, we're just gonna have fun. So here we go, guys. We're about to hop back into the video. Sick, man. Very sick.
1: Love us, they cannot extend this to sexual life and will always have to have another life with a partner. This makes our young selves feel dangerously jealous and angry, and also ashamed and guilty about this anger. The complex provides a huge amount of internalized worry for a small child. Ultimately, most of us experience some form of confusion around our parents that later ties into our ideas of love. Mum and dad may both give us love, but they often mix it with disturbed behavior. Yet because we love them, we remain loyal to them and also to their bizarre destructive patterns. For example, if our mother is cold, we will be apt nevertheless to long for her and as a result, however, we may be prone to always associate love with a certain distance. Naturally, the result is very difficult adult relationships. Often the kind of love we've learned from mum and dad means we can't fuse sex and love because the people we learned about love from are also those we were blocked from having sex with. We might find that the more in love with someone we are, the harder it becomes to make love to them. This can reach a pitch of crisis after a few years of marriage and some kids. Freud compared the issues we so often have with intimacy to hedgehogs in the winter. They need to cuddle for warmth, but they also can't come too close because they're prickly. There's no easy solution. Freud says we can't make ourselves fully rational and we can't change society either. In his 1930 book, Civilization and Its Discontents, Freud wrote that society provides us with many things, but it does this by imposing heavy dictates upon us, insisting that we sleep with only a few, usually one, other person, imposing the incest taboo, requiring us to put off all our immediate desires, demanding that we follow...
0: (laughs) Alright guys, I'm sorry, I gotta pause it, man. Because this is just against... So honestly, man, I just wouldn't follow this man's philosophy. Um, Anyway, just because of the fact that like it's already just cutting straight out like my belief system So as far as just like a woman and a man being together, so we see dysfunction families every day You know what I'm saying? Like for the example again, just getting off the school bus um, You know as soon as I got out of school in elementary, you know I go inside turn the TV on what's gonna be on like you're gonna see Jerry Springer gonna see Murray you know, this baby ain't mine, you know, you know, she slept with my brother, he was with my sister, he was with his own sister, you know, this and that, you know, I was, I was in the van, and I know this and that, bro, anyway, it's all dysfunction, that's all we see, right, and who, the author of confusion is not, is not God, man, it's not Jesus Christ, man, the author of confusion is Lucy, uh, the devil, man, and at the end of the day, this man right here is just saying, like, um, you know, to civilization standards, you know they don't want us, or they may see it incest taboo, requiring us to put off immediate desires and demanding us to follow that specific rule. You know what I'm saying? What does that like insinuate? You know what I'm saying? If someone was to bring that to you as an argument, what is that insinuating that you're saying that like putting off incest is a uh, is taboo? You know what I'm saying? Like where is your moral value at? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like where are his where, what is his uh moral values and um from that i don't think that he comes from a belief system that anyone with uh honestly with uh with set rules would have you know there is not a lot of religions that i could think of even outside of mine that has the point of view of incest being okay you know most of them are it's wrong you know what i'm saying but we see this in a hierarchy such as like uh you know like uh what uh the royal families and things like that it's kind of nasty but he's saying based off of civilization's standards that uh we're we're we're, we can't sleep with more than even one person too so now you see a bunch of like it's not even cool to be in a relationship anymore like that that's not fun who wants to be tied down in their 20s you know what i'm saying bro shut up Nobody feels like being out here being drained all the time, man. And you know that. You feel that. It's a spiritual thing. Your spirit does not feel good when you gotta feel like you gotta be somebody that you're not. Put on a certain persona, right? And we're gonna talk about these personas too. You know what I'm saying? We develop these over over time. You know, like he's saying, the things are, you know, they're very truthful. But at the same time, this is what he's saying, like at the same time, he's like kind of kind of trying to finesse us into thinking you know, maybe this isn't so taboo. Maybe we should do exactly what we want to do. Anyway, let's pick back up. It's sick. This Sigmund Freud, y'all. They ain't teach this in school. Teach the watered-down version.
1: The authority and work to make money. Society themselves are neurotic. That is how they function. And that's why there are constant wars and other political troubles. Freud attempted to invent a treatment for our many neuroses. He called it psychoanalysis. He thought that with a little proper analysis, people could uncover what ails them and better adjust to the difficulties of reality. In his sessions, he analyzed a number of key things. He looked at people's dreams, which he saw as expressions of wish fulfillments. He also looked at parapraxes or slips of the tongue. We now call these revealing mistakes Freudian slips, like when we write thigh, when we wanted to write though. He also liked to think about jokes. He believed that jokes often help us make fun of something symbolic like death or marriage and thus relieve some of our anxiety about these topics. There's a temptation to say that Freud just made everything up and life isn't quite so hard as he makes it out to be. But then one morning we find ourselves filled with inexplicable anger towards our partner or running high with unrelenting anxiety on the train to work and we're reminded all over again just how elusive, difficult, and Freudian our mental workings actually are. We could
0: still reject his... If you don't have any type of belief basis or if you don't believe in a you know, anything after this, or you don't believe you have a purpose or anything, you'll follow anyone's philosophy because you have no moral basis, you know, to base any type of opinion off of. So as far as what this man is saying, pretty much, it's not true, guys. It's not true as far as like, um, you know, we notice this on a daily basis, don't we? You know, certain people do because they're not in a certain mind state. You know, you might even hear that phrase you know, if you're not in a good mindset, yeah, you're going to be arguing with people. You're going to be, you know, um, angry all the time. You're going to feel just depression and anxiety and things. And these things are things that are just not of, uh, of the creator, man, They're not. And so like, if you get close, just say, man, any type of just anything, man, anyone that has a strong belief value or faith in something, I bet that they are not acting this way, man. I bet. But people that you, the, the only the people that you will see that are dysfunctional this way are people that have no belief systems, guys. Honestly, or no moral values, or so. And that may portray different personas when you're around, and uh, may be different people, so alternate personalities and things like that. But these people, these these type of men are not stable. You know, it's an unstable man in all his ways. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Unstable man We got a few seconds left guys we are gonna play it out Work of course, but as
1: Freud said no one who disdains the key will ever be able to unlock the door We could all use a bit more of Freud's ideas to help us unpick ourselves.
0: That's how they sell it I don't need Freud to unpick myself guys. You need a belief system. You need to know that uh, you know it is truth in the in the name, man. There's power in it. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm really not trying to offend nobody. I know I've invited people out, but please just uh, forgive me, cause I've I did notify, man, that this is a uh, this is just my opinions too. So, and uh, my opinions are based off of my beliefs, guys. So please forgive me. But some of this stuff, you know, may not be so far-fetched, right? Anyway, so I wanted to get into also the uh, term propaganda, because that's what this is. Pretty much it's information, especially based on misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular uh, cause or point of view, you know what I'm saying? So point of view or cause or publicize particular promotion, political cause you know, so this is pretty much everything that we like work off of, right? We work off of all these these things like points of views, political causes, and promotion. You know what I'm saying? And if we're being misled on certain a lot of different things, to be honest with you. We we already went into like these people already worked with like the most powerful companies already, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just they have these thought processes, guys. Anyway, so that's propaganda. And psychoanalysis is a. It shows that this is one of his like manipulating behaviors techniques. So uh, intrigued by Freud's notion that uh, irritational forces driven human uh, behavior, Bernays sought out to harness those forces to sell products for his uh, his clients. In his book, uh, in his 1928 book Propaganda, Bernays hypnotized or. Um, hypothesized, excuse me guys It's late man, I'm, I had a long day I know I've been stumbling guys Anyway, but Propaganda Bernays um, hypothesized that by understanding the group mind It would be impossible to manipulate people's behavior Without their even realizing it Let's, Let me read that one more time In his 1928 book Propaganda Bernays hypothesized that by understanding the group mind it would be possible to manipulate people's behaviors without them even realizing it. Does that not sound like somebody that's already trying to deceive you? Where's his spirit at right now? You know, Where's his mind at right now? He may not know it, but I feel that it's mm, not of uh, out of the creator. But anyway, he can control or manipulate a group mind without them even realizing it to test this um, hypothesis Bernays launched one of his most famous public relations campaigns convincing women to smoke we already went into that guys uh, but anyway that's crazy though man it's really crazy so we already know that these people are already about manipulating people that's not of the of the, of the, of the, of the word you know of, the, of, the, um, of the, uh, the the good word you know the the book jesus you know of, of any type of uh faith uh religious culture or you know basis you know at that you know tell me what one says that like we should be manipulating anybody or deceiving people into doing things you know it sounds like some type of a you know control type thing right they want to control anyway so um let's see So what I do want to do, guys, um, also, I do want to just bring this in, too, guys. It's just saying uh, just a little word. It says that I want to encourage to be I want I want them to be encouraged to knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that understands God's mysterious plan, which is Jesus Christ himself and him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am telling you this so that no one will deceive you with crafted arguments, like Sigmund Freud, with crafted, with well-crafted arguments. For though I am away from you, my heart is with you. And I rejoice that you are living as you should and that your faith in Christ is strong. So honestly, guys, um, anyway, and anything, if you take anything from that, just don't get don't get deceived, man, out here by people that speak, you know, that know how to talk, you know what I'm saying, I know big words, and I know how to, how to, how to put a sentence together, or articulate their words in a way that can make you feel a certain way, man, Just have faith, have faith, you know what I'm saying, like, have faith in, in something that's gonna, that's gonna get you somewhere, man, you don't gotta be in my, in my type of belief system or at all, but have faith in, in you at least, you know what I'm saying, that you would be able to, not be deceived by, by false leading information and to, to, let your, to let your spirit fall short and fall down because of the fact that you're listening to men. Go do your own research, man. You want to say everything's re- written and things like that, you got to also have faith and discernment and things, man. You take knowledge from a man, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, go, go do your own thing. You know, I, I strictly try to pray on these things and just Try to you know be do the best that I can man um, but anyway also just in, as far as Leviticus 18 6 uh, verse 6 through 18 it says none of you shall approach any one of his close relatives to uncover nakedness we touching on what you know uh, Sigmund Freud was speaking as far as this whole incest thing I am the Lord you shall not uncover the nakedness of your father which is the, uh, the nakedness of your mother? She is your mother. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your sister, your father's daughter, or your mother's daughter, whether brought up in the family or in another home. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter. Their nakedness is not your own nakedness. Hmm was it's just speaking on that already. So it's just like, <laughs> I know that, that 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 right there tells me it ain't supposed to be so. So I ain't listening to Sigmund. My boy Freudy already on that. Anyway, I think we're winding down, guys. I think we're winding down, man. It may not be an hour tonight. Um, I did want to, let's see, show the clip. Okay. Honestly, guys, I think that that's pretty good. Um, I do want to say that I want to pick up on influence of mass media. That might be good to like freestyle on uh, our next conversation, but to kind of bring it into the light. um, This is what a Wikipedia document says as far as influence of mass media and uh, these people kind of tie into them and Edward pretty much. So like we're going to now introduce people that promoted TV, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Um, in, in media studies, media psychology, a, a common theory uh, in sociology, media influence, and media effects are topics relating to mass media and media and culture effects on individuals and audience ta- uh, thought, attitudes, and behaviors. The influence of mass media has an effect on many aspects of the human life. That can include voting or a certain way individuals view or beliefs or even false information that can skew a person's knowledge of a specific topic. Media is an an ever-changing field and is being uh, uh, critiqued now more than ever by the general public. The over, yeah, I agree on that, to be honest with you, because uh, y'all starting to be sloppy, man. They starting to be sloppy out here where we can kind of like pick up on different patterns. Like, there are no different movies out here, bro. You see a scary movie and you got a comedy, got the girls trip you know get one for the girls then we're gonna have boys trip get one for the guys out here then we're gonna have a kevin hart thing out here for something for the laugh at then we're gonna have something real scary halloween gonna come back around maybe bring out another halloween movie anyway people start to catch on to these patterns bro Anyway, the, if it happens all the time in society, uh, but the overall influence of mass media has increased drastically over the years and will continue to do so. And the media itself improves Netflix, for example, politics, and entertainment, go hand to hand. You guys did not know that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama has their hands in Netflix right now. Why? It's booming. Netflix, if not, you know, the biggest streaming net uh, net, uh network or platform in the world it certainly is in america you know we picked up on that the only thing you see on there is uh, political movements uh right now powerful women in powerful positions being promoted on there you'll see a lot of weak fathers and things like that and stronger moms and nothing against that i love my women you know just anyway this stuff is being pushed though you know what i'm saying to separate the body at the end of the day to separate the family and uh yeah nothing's going to be natural or normal in a few years to be honest with you but media influence is the actual force uh exerted by the media message uh resulting in either a change or a uh, reinforcement in audience or individual beliefs media effects are measurable effects that are resolved from media influence or media messages such as instagram memes and things such as that i think uh china i think they banned memes um now don't it was a country, I forget what country, but I believe it might have been China. They banned memes altogether because they picked up on this type of stuff, man. Memes make money, bro. If you haven't noticed already, it's a lot of people that only get their information from memes. Like, if you see, you know, a Donald Trump meme or something, a cartoon or something saying something silly, you know, you're going to view him a certain way. But that person will not take their time to, like, exit the app and actually do their own research on, you know, that point of view. They get that from strictly the meme. It's a meme culture right now. You know, anyway... Whether that uh, media message has an effect on any of uh, its audience members, it can uh, on its on many factors, including audience demographics and psychological 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 characteristics. Psychological, excuse me, characteristics. Uh, These, in fact, can be positive or negative, abrupt or gradual, short-term or long-term, long-lasting, not all effects result in change some media messages reinforce now when it says not all effects result in change that's when you have somebody that has you know that's a strong person that's a strong will person anyway you know they're not being swayed by what you're pushing on them you know what i'm saying they're just watching tv you know they understand that this is just television this isn't how i operate my daily life you know they might be fooled you know in the spirit and things like that might not even have any type of like That type of belief but they might just be i don't know blessed with that type of ability man so god bless those type of people but uh uh, some media messages reinforce all existing existing um, uh, belief researchers examines an audience after media explore um, exposure and change and belief systems and attitudes as well as emotional and psychological and uh and behavioral effects it's crazy man so we already know that these things already affect us man so i think that really we got past like most of our heavy like hitters into like where i want to who i want to touch on at least right now we could go back of course and pick up on like people that also were in that area but now to leave us to like move into different um you know topic so maybe i'll leave off on um y'all y'all heard of that juicy smell it uh thing going on like with the uh the dude from empire so we already know that like he he already lied about this you know all this stuff but like this is propaganda again we know propaganda is persuade a certain you know mindset on people to deceive them on things so him being an influential you know personality let's put this out here guys he was um he is homosexual, which is fine, man. Be who you are. Okay. Be who you are. Please do not just be, he talks a lot about that, but I'm just saying anyway, it's homosexual already. So he's got, people got his back right now. Cause it's a big movement right now. Right. It's a big movement guys. Just agree to disagree, but it is a good, a big movement right now. Like it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's anyway. So um, he is, he's glorified and also victimized when when that status is on you. But anyway, when you when you feel that feeling, uh, so that he's black, African American. You know what I'm saying? So already I can relate to that part. You know, I'm a you know black African American. You know, so he's got he's got automatically people that are down for that you know society or that culture that race. You know on his back, you know, most, you know, some of us, you know what I'm saying? Not, you know, not a lot. Some people do look at it like, okay, you know, this this really happened because that story was kind of crazy, bro. Then he brought out the politics in it. And what was the politics? The mega hats, the make America great again hats, right? These are mixing up emotions. This is media guys. And who better to put it out than somebody that already has an audience on a hit show empire, you know what I'm saying? So um and we I still don't know why like he did this but I feel like it was some some type of form we gonna get into like the Hollywood industry and things like that but I feel like it was some type of a ritualistic type of a thing anywhere that he doesn't get in any type of game from but anyway so he he has those three things and then um yeah it, I mean it's found you know Nothing, you know, nothing happened. They found him to be lying about it, type of thing. So I don't know what he was trying to push, but anyway, that was pretty crazy. So this is another. That was just an example, guys, as far as like media. Like some people just took that and like just ran with it. But now it's just like, dang, we really got people out here doing that. It's been happening. He's not the first person that lied about certain specific things that are happening. So I appreciate again, guys. I appreciate y'all sticking in here with me doing, doing the second episode here. This is just something that I like to do as a hobby. So if you're going to support, support. If, uh, if not, if you don't like it, it's cool guys. I really will understand. Um, cool dude, you know, not trying to make anybody feel bad or anything. I just really want to, you know, put out my type of things, you know? So this is how I know how, I appreciate you guys, um, motivating me, everyone that, you know, is listening and giving me feedback and things i really appreciate that man um and the same i'll support you if you do something you know just let me know what you're doing um we'll pick back up again um i'll try to do another episode this week for you guys i won't keep saying tomorrow because the way that these things post it take 24 to 48 hours to get up on itunes and spotify so i want y'all to start trying to look it up there it's uh, mark anthony likes to think is the name of the podcast guys so go check me out um, but all right, so I do want to just give a little prayer real quick and just put a little bit of positivity in God's life to, um, Till next time. So I just want to thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning, waking us up, you know, bringing everyone closer together that has joined here. Um, hopefully everyone, Lord, is having a great night, Lord. I'm, I'm hoping everyone is staying safe. I pray that um, everyone is a clear, has a clear mind, Lord, and a clear conscience, a clear heart, spirit, Lord, going into tomorrow or their days, Lord. I don't know if it's daytime or nighttime when you listen to this. So I just hope that um bless these people, Lord, that are tuning in. You um, somehow lead some type of positivity, Lord. And, um, again, I just want to give all uh, honor and, and glory to you, Lord, and just Thank you so much. You know, we're not perfect. You accept us as we are, Lord. uh, In Jesus name, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. But, um, all right, y'all. So just remember go out and do something for yourselves too, man. If you ain't going to listen to that, listen to that. What I just said, go out and do something for yourself. As far as just like reading, pick something up, um, go to work, find a job, um, find out what you, what what you can do to be of value to something, man. I can be a value if not to you to somebody though you know if you don't like it th- this you know it's someone out there that does you know what i'm saying and we doing this all for nothing though we just really want to try to open up minds and give out some information on social engineering and media and also throw in um some positive love and uh affection from my belief system so alright right y'all i'm gonna let y'all go and uh It's Mark Anthony again. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all have a good night or day. Till next time.